When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. This podcast is about ghosts, ghosts I have known and places I have haunted. I never knew whether I really believed in ghosts until I became one. I had, when I was quite a bit younger, just under the age of consent, stayed with my dear Aunt Addie in Brantford. She didn't know, but I was planning to elope with a young man who was quite serious and quite honorable, but being African-American he was not looked on favorably by my folks. He and I thought all would be well, and we could pull it off, but, unfortunately, I foolishly left a note explaining my intentions before I took off. I was captured and put in a local Hoosgau jail cell until my dad came to pick me up. I was in disgrace, and the elopement didn't work. It was a very agitated and emotional time. Ten or twenty years later, when I was older, if not wiser, I was staying with my aunt again. She never quite forgave me for pulling such a dirty trick on her, by the way. I was staying in the same room I had been in on the night of the failed elopement of many years ago. Well, I couldn't sleep or rest. I felt agitation. I sensed, I never saw, but I sensed the presence of that young girl was very agitated and full of excitement and full of anxiety. She was very much there. I wasn't just reliving something that had happened. She was there. That room was haunted, and the ghost was me, my earlier self. Time moves on. My brother was in Chatham. My mother had just moved into an apartment, and he was finishing things up at the house where she wasn't going to be living any more. He was just checking out if anything had been forgotten, and he spent the night there. He didn't get very much sleep. He was tormented by the vision, and I guess he actually saw a little red-haired girl who would not let him sleep. She was agitated. She was upset. She was moving around. He couldn't sleep. I had red hair when I was a little girl. I must have left some trace there was upset by the move. I'm wondering now how many other places I may be haunting that I'm not aware of. It's as if a place where something has happened is like a photographic negative that takes an impression of highly emotional events or circumstances. That's my guess anyways. My third ghost story isn't about my ghost. It's about the ghost of a church member. I was active and ran the Sunday school at St. Stephen in the Fields in Toronto for a time. A long-time church member had passed on just before I joined the congregation, and I was aware that she had been very dedicated to the church. I knew her husband quite well. He was a sideman along with my husband. I played guitar at the folk mass, which was held before the regular service at the Anglican church there. They tried to get me to sing modern, made-up, white hymns, but I claimed I didn't know how, and mostly played southern, 
gospel hymns, black and white, which I coerced them into learning. In any case, we were doing our little folk mass, which was quite simple in colloquial English. At a certain point in the mass, you do prayers for the living, and then you do prayers for the dead. While we were having the service, there was quite a commotion in the church, which was otherwise empty except for us. Doors were opening and closing with loud bangs, winds were blowing, there were rattling noises, things fell down. It was the usual ghostly agitation. Somehow or other, I knew, sometimes you just know things, that this was the lady who had passed on, who had been so dedicated to the church. I started, because she was so active with banging and wind-blowing, etc., to put her in the prayers for the living. Then I stopped myself, and I waited. Then, under my breath, I put her name in, quietly spoken, no one else heard me, put her name in, the prayers for the dead. I felt, and I still feel at this time, thinking of it, the, a tremendous warmth, someone came up behind me and put their arms around me and gave me such a warm and loving hug. Of course there was no one visible there, but all the noises stopped and everything was quiet and peaceful. I realized then that sometimes ghosts don't know that they're dead. I had almost accidentally done this lady a very great favor by telling her that she was indeed amongst the departed and that she could move on now and leave in peace. She was no longer needed on the ground. Her duties were over. Those are my ghost stories. You probably have some of your own. These events are very subjective and personal, but they're also very real. This is Sonia Brock, podcasting from Toronto, Ontario. I can be reached on the web at soniabrock.com, S-O-N-I-A-B-R-O-C-K.com.